say we've been busy getting football up we've been running baseball looking at basketball getting the rules for hockey we've been busy damn it we've been busy but the gang's all here greg tom and derek are back to talk about a whole lot of stuff guys tom how you doing derek how you doing it's been a long time everybody alive and well yeah i'm doing good everything's good we got a lot of sports stuff going on we got sports betting live in jersey we got u.s open i hear there's like some soccer thing going on and a lot of great stuff right now. Uh, I'm doing fine as well. I'm still uh, gloating in my, uh, that you guys didn't believe me, the Capitals would take down the Stanley Cup. I said six games. It only took five. Um, you guys were both on Vegas, so another thing I'm right I on. And you, you, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I you guys were, a, you guys were both pick. on Vegas. I didn't make a pick. I, I didn't even know what teams were playing. Go back go back and listen to your radio show from a couple weeks ago. You guys were both on Vegas. Hockey, so. Anyways, I'm, I'm waiting for the heat uh, the heat stroke weekend coming here, both to, to Minnesota and Wisconsin. We're both going to get hit with some weather, so I'm, uh, I'm hunkering down, getting ready to do some swimming this weekend. I did think the Golden Knights were going to win that, but the one thing I will say, while I wasn't all in on the Caps, the fact that they are partying with the Stanley Cup better than anybody else previously, Alex Ovechkin is just the king. Best ever. <laughs> Best ever. I mean, the way, the way they're going at it in the whole city of Washington, D.C., kudos to them. They are taking it to another level. I'm sure the Golden Knights in Las Vegas would have done a fine job celebrating the Stanley Cup as well, but... Kudos to Alex Ovechkin. Derek, you're a hockey guy. you got to love it, right? Oh, it's it's been fantastic watching him. Just that from the, from last weekend, the pictures of him in the bed with the cup and he him at the Nationals game in the suite out in left field holding the cup up while the, the announcers are trying to announce a game and they can't because they, they can see Ovechkin out there just being a goon. Yeah. I mean, it was well-deserved for them. I mean, Ovechkin's been in the league 14 years now, and they finally got over that the, the Pittsburgh hump, if you will. They get they And they've been the number one seed in the East probably four or five times. Have been the favorite to win the cup probably three or four times, and have never gotten, never gotten, never gotten to the conference finals, let alone past Pittsburgh. So it was, it was good to see that as a hockey guy. Uh, it's, uh, it, it was fun to see, and, and that whole series was, like I said from the beginning, Mark Mark Andre Fleury had to be head over heels the best player in that series for Vegas to yeah. to win, and he wasn't. And I mean, Washington had. Being that Andre Fleury, what Mark Andre Fleury wasn't the best player, Washington had the best five or six players in that series so it, i mean it, it came down the fact that the fact that vegas won that first game they're lucky had washington won that it would have been a it would have been a clean sweep so um uh, yeah but i'm pumped i we got the, we got the hockey rules all set for next year so fingers crossed hopefully we get that all developed and we get it out for uh for hockey next year i got a couple of great contests set up all right sounds good tom you mentioned a little sports betting and uh i'm envious i'm watching monmouth park in new jersey and the place is packed People are drinking beer in the morning, making bets, betting on the U.S. Open. Delaware now has legalized sports betting. I mean, this is the biggest thing to change in sports viewing, if you will, that our country has seen in a long, long time. And I'm telling you what, 
the other states have to look at this and say, why aren't we taking this money? Why aren't we making this revenue? And and as citizens, why aren't we doing this in Wisconsin and Minnesota and other states? It's amazing. But uh, I love the legalized sports betting. It's going to be good for the fantasy sports industry. It's going to be good for sports in general. Don't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. No, this is a long time coming. Hopefully more states take this on and see the, the benefits, uh, certainly the financial benefits of doing it. It's what should be happening in all 50 states without a doubt. Legalize fantasy sports in all 50 states. Let adults be adults. Put regulations in place. Make sure people don't overextend themselves, but let them have the choice to be an adult. Yeah, no doubt about it. The government's got to protect ourselves from ourselves, which we don't need. But, again, I'm envious. I'm seeing what they're doing there. Love it. Would love to put a little money on the line. In fact, Tom and I are going to the Brewers game tomorrow. We're meeting Andy Saxton and about 26 of his closest Philadelphia friends. We're going to have a lot of fun. I wouldn't mind putting a bet on that game. I guess we'll have to bet it with Andy, but uh, give me a break. Let me put a little skin in the game as I'm going down there to have some fun. But, no, really looking forward to that. And not only that, we're looking forward to going to Minneapolis, Dirk's area, next week for the FSTA trade conference. I bring that up because, Tom, We've got the fifth pick in this 14-team FSTA industry draft. We're also the defending damn champions here, having won that title last year. Kick some butt. Are we going to win back-to-back? I know we're not going to win baseball, but are we going to win back-to-back in football? Yeah, I hope so. We're definitely not winning in baseball. That's a lost cause. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Top five pick. We're certainly in, in line to get a very good player. Who that player is. That's going to be the question. I think the draft really starts at pick four right now. I think you've got your top three running backs, and then who goes number four? We're seeing a lot of variance in that in the NFFC drafts. So there's no way to feel confident we know who the fourth pick's going to be. I think we kind of suspect who it might be, but we'll have to be there and see what happens. So that's where the draft starts. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to no third-round reversal. That worked to our benefit last year. We'll see if it does again this year. All right, Derek, we'll go to you. You're the expert here. You tell us, who should we pick with the fifth pick? Uh, well, like like Tom said, assuming Bell, Johnson, and uh, Gurley are gone one, two, three in some order, um, it depends who number four picks. Um, my guess is number four is going to take Ezekiel Elliott. I, that's who I would take at this point still, uh, with a slight nod over Saquon Barkley. You guys know I'm a big Barkley guy. I've been on him for a year and a half since we've been doing these pods, waiting for him to finally hit the NFL. Uh, at this point, I still uh, I, I still lean Zeke at that point. So at the number five, when it comes to you guys, you're looking at essentially, let's say Zeke goes four. Um, you guys are looking at Barkley, Tom's guy, Kamara. Or a wide receiver, and, and, and at that point, I think it has to be Antonio Brown. I guess you could throw DeAndre Hopkins in there if you believe that Watson's healthy, um, going to be healthy and throwing to Wat, Wat, uh, <coughs> um, Hopkins like he was last year. But uh, to me, I, at 14 team league, um, no third round reversal, which actually works in your benefits since you're picking from the five hole, so you're getting the fifth yeah. pick instead of the instead of the tenth pick in the in the third round. I, I think you got to go running back. Uh, I really do. So I, I think then the choice comes down to, to me, it's an easy choice. I, I take Saquon Barkley, and and I and I know you guys are, are debating Elvin Kamara. I actually have Delvin Cook ahead of Elvin Kamara at this point. I know Kamara was fantastic last year. I just don't think. Um, and I know Ingram's gone four games, but that, that doesn't equate to Kamara getting all the touches Ingram was going to have. He's not going to take all those touches. And I just think some of those long touchdowns aren't 
aren't reproducible year over year. He scored, yes, he can score every time he touches the ball. But there's a lot of guys who can score every time they touch the ball. And some of those touchdowns he got last year from 30, 40 yards out, they're just not going to happen year over year. So to me, I, I, you're going to have Ingram back week five for, for a game, then they have their bye, then they go in. So you're going to have Ingram coming back. I just think the 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 ceiling with Saquon Barkley and no one else in that backfield is that much higher. You got you got Shermer coming over from the Vikings taking over there. Um, offensive, you know, they're going to change the offensive scheme, obviously, from what Mac could do, the shit they had last year. You got Odell Beckham there, take pressure off Evan Ingram, and I believe there's enough ball to go around. I just think it's, I don't know that you can go wrong. <laughs> Long story short, I don't know that you can go wrong to me. If Zeke's gone, I'm taking Barkley. Yeah, I don't think we can go wrong either, and we agree third-round reversal helps us with the fifth pick. We don't want third, we want third-round reversal in all 14-team leagues, including this one. In fact, like Tom said, we won this title because there was not any third-round reversal last year. We start out from the two-hole with Bell and Cooks and then got Hopkins in round three. Without Hopkins, we're not winning this league. And that should have been Team 13 getting Hopkins probably. So we like it. But, Tom, what about your assessment here? We're not going to say who we're going to take, but I, I do, do agree with one thing, and that's Derek saying we need a running back. This is really tough to take a wide receiver early in the first round and then hope to get two good running backs yet. This is a running back year, if you will. It's a year of the running back, and I almost think we've got to take a running back at pick five. Well, it's a, there's no question you need a dominant running back, I think, to win. It, it The easiest path to success, let me put it that way. Um, also, this is a group that takes running backs. We know that. We're right. in this league with pretty much the, the same people every year, and it's a running back-dominated league. So if you don't take one in the first round, there's probably not going to be one in the second, and then by the time of the third, you're really going to be scrambling. So I think you're kind of forced to take a running back, and that's not a bad thing, obviously. There's a lot of good ones, uh, even deep into the first round. Like uh, you know, Derek was saying, Delvin Cook is an end-of-the-first-round pick, so he's a terrific pick right now. So yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. I think that's the way we will ultimately go. Who that running back is remains to be seen. You know, as great as Antonio Brown is, and I love him, and, and everyone I'm sure does, it's a tough road to hoe, I think, in a 14-teamer if you're taking Brown in the first and then hoping to hit on some running backs later. Yeah, I'm with you on that, too. I think it's tough in a 14-team league to start out wide receiver, but it's certainly going to be done. Love Antonio Brown. He's fantastic. He gets 20, 22 points a game. Tom, we talked about this last night on our show, but we were talking about Saquon Barkley. You can see how high Derek is on him. Odell Beckham's also going in the first round. you got Evan Ingram, who is going as the fourth tight end. So you've got three top guys. Then you got Sterling Shepard, who is a top 100 pick as well. So you got four skill position guys there from the Giants, and yet Eli Manning is the 23rd quarterback going off the board. We talked about it a little bit last night. The math doesn't add up. But again, maybe because the quarterback position is so deep, that's why he's going 23rd. Your thoughts on that? No, I think the math just doesn't add up. And again, I suck at math, so it's very possible my math doesn't add up. But to me, like I said on the show last night, it's very simple to me. If you think, and I'm going to throw Barkley out of the mix here because I know he's going to catch passes, but he can do so much running the ball. So let's throw him out. But if you do think Beckham, Engram, and Shepard are all going to hit their ADPs, then you got to be a hell of a lot higher on Eli Manning than where going in the draft. And conversely, if you think he is the 23rd quarterback, you think he's barely draftable in a 12-team league, for example, then you can't be saying all of these guys are going to hit their ADP. The numbers just won't add up. 
If Eli Manning throws for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, which he's capable of doing, and honestly, that's not a magnificent season anymore in the NFL, he's clearly better than 23rd at quarterback. He's going to hell. He should be going to hell a lot higher than that. So I just think the math doesn't add up. I understand. I'm not saying this because I support Eli Manning or I like Eli Manning. I don't want him on any of my teams. I'm just saying I look at where all these guys are being drafted who are catching the ball, and the guy who's throwing it, nobody likes. And it's very odd to me. Yeah, the math doesn't quite add up, but we'll see. I mean, if everybody has that year that everybody's expected, maybe Eli is a top 12 quarterback after all, 4,000 yards, 30-plus touchdowns. But Let, let me say something real quick year. on that. I, I, the math isn't adding up, but I think it's it's not a case of the math not adding up. It's, a, it's a case of everyone wanting a piece of the Giants, just not wanting a piece of Eli Manning. So they want the bar... That makes no sense. Well, sure it does. Do it people to, because because no, you, sure no. somebody wants Beckham. Somebody wants Beckham. Somebody wants Barkley. Somebody wants Ingram. Somebody wants Shepard as their number three receiver. That's all fine and dandy. They're just not excited to pair him with Eli, and that makes total sense. Eli can have a four thousand yard, like you just said, he can throw for four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. That puts him maybe quarterback twelve or thirteen or fourteen. I mean, that's 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 exactly. where it is. He doesn't. He has no rushing yards. But but people don't want a piece. But people don't want to. Pair people don't want to start Eli and Beckham or Eli and Barkley or Eli and Ingram. They want the other piece. That's simply where you're getting the draft position from. You're right. You're 100 right. The math isn't adding up. If all those guys hit their ADP, Eli Manning is going to easily be a top 15 quarterback. No question about it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think people are just projecting him not to hit that. But again, they think Beckham may have the big year or Barkley may have the big year. But no, I agree. And I think the, it's a good conversation. I think if all falls well, then Eli is a bargain at QB 23. But there's a lot of good quarterbacks, and we went through them last night, and I wouldn't pick any of those guys out of Eli either. I think he's going where he probably should be in drafts right now. Derek, let's talk about uh, our early bird special in the NFFC. You're an accounting guy. You know that this was a good one. I mean, we ended up with over 460 classic and primetime teams at $1,500 each. It was a good bargain for everybody. It's great to see everybody jumping in early because not only did they jump in for the prime time in the classic, but the platinum is sold out, the diamond sold out, the 14 team ultimate sold out, the 12 team ultimate sold out. We're going to try for another diamond because we had so many people on the waiting list. I mean, the auctions are selling out. It has been a great start to the NFFC. I think the software and such that we have going on this year, the word of mouth is coming from the NFBC that everything's holding up really well and it's time saving with fab and everything. But hey, Heck of a good start so far for the NFFC, right? Yeah, great start. Um, unfortunately, I don't have numbers until uh, from last year until June twenty seventh. But we are we are far far and away ahead in the big the big signups. As you mentioned, the the prime times are already over three hundred. The classics at like one sixty seven or something like that. We weren't anywhere near these numbers at this point last year. So yeah, people took advantage of the early birds, which they should save a hundred bucks on a team. Why wouldn't you? If you know you're gonna if you know you're gonna play and join us in Vegas, New York, or online in these in these big contest yeah absolutely so yes great start um again we like you said we might actually have to do a second diamond league that would be fantastic we also sold out our uh 12 team kickoff gridiron we actually i think we have three or four signups we actually should probably yeah. try and get that out and see if we can fill up a second league in vegas maybe on like what friday night or something we could do that's a that's a contest yeah, we've got it open yeah, we definitely got it open yet for Thursday night, but if everybody thinks that Friday night's a better one. But, yeah, I mean, to kick off Gridiron, K.J. Duke did a great job uh, putting the rules together for that. That's very popular. And, and hey, we're going to be at the Bellagio. Uh, we've got a special NFL viewing party on Thursday night up in our suite. And, 
We may have another surprise on Friday night. I've got a little surprise, and I think we can have another party on Friday night as well. Let's keep everyone together and have some fun with this. So we're going to do that. And then uh, Saturday we've got our VIP as well after the Platinum. So it's going to be a great, great time. And then Sunday, and you two guys are joining me, yes. we're going to the Westgate to watch games. Right, Tom? Absolutely. That's mandatory. That's the reason I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got all this other fun NFFC stuff. But no. The first football Sunday of the year, my voice just cracked. The first football Sunday of the year at the Westgate, that's mandatory. That is an awesome place. You cannot beat that to watch all the games that very first Sunday. It's fantastic. Yeah, we got a lot of guys joining us this year. We had some come for the first time last year, Glenn Schroeder, Glenn Lowy. We got them all coming. So if you're around that weekend and you want to watch games on Sunday morning, the heck with us sponsoring something. Come to the Westgate. It's the best place to watch games for sure. All right, Derek, we don't have a fab video. I talked about it, but our new software is saving people time in baseball. We definitely want to get a video together to show the NFFC guys how this works. It's going to save people time, correct? Absolutely. Um, you, you can check out the baseball video on our baseball site, but I, next week I will uh, do my best to get a video done for football. I, I'll do it. I want to use you know football rosters just because it makes more sense when you're talking to football guys. So I want to make sure I do the football stuff. But yeah, we'll show you uh, every you know it's a time saver if you have one team. It literally is. But if for guys that have and many of you out there who have 20, 30, 40 teams with us, God bless you. Um, but we're going to show you how you're going to save a ton of time with Fab and just moving around the site. So I will get that thrown together. We'll get that up on our message boards uh, next week, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. We definitely want to do that as well. One other thing we have is online auction software. We had a group of guys test it out. They loved it. We're doing some drafts or auctions now. We're going to have every Monday night and Thursday night. Right now, we just have Thursday nights planned, but as we get deeper into the season, every Monday night and Thursday night is going to be online auction night in the NFFC. We'll even do one on Monday, a best ball one, $50 if you want. Just jump on in, see this online auction software. It's going to be great, and the software is the best. Tom, you think it's the best in the industry. I do too, yeah. but uh, it is awesome. Yeah, I do, absolutely. I mean, once people get in there, the max bid feature that our yeah. IT people created for this is, that's, an, that's a game changer. Use that, people. Sign up, $150 for tonight. Get into it. You can see the setup. Use that max bid feature. It's so helpful. It's so valuable. Absolutely think this is an industry standard. So I'm looking forward to auctions for football. And we got one tonight with spots open. Uh, so it's a DC. So all you got to do is get in. You get the auction done. Then you'll jump right into a draft. And you won't have to set a lineup all year. So a lot of fun. Get into it. Do it. All right, we've got to, real quickly here, uh, let's talk about some NFFC trends that we've seen. We've got a lot of draft champions leagues going off, whether they're $25 straight serpentine DCs or the 150 draft champions leagues. Again, go to playnffc.com. That's playnffc.com if you want to get into a league right now, best ball league. Uh, also, if you want to see the ADPs, go to playnffc.com slash ADP. You can get that. They're free for the public this year as well. But, Tom, First nine, nine out of 12 picks are running backs. Again, it's the year of the running back. If you almost seem to get, got to get a running back this year. What other trends are you seeing besides year of the running back in round one? Uh, well, I think wide receivers in round two. I yeah. mean, when so many running backs are going off the board in round one, that means if you're chasing wide receivers, and there's still a lot of good wide receivers, they're going to start coming off the board in round two. So I think that's what's really interesting 
about this start. You can start off with a really good running back, a really good wide receiver, and you're in good shape. Then the draft gets interesting in round three. The other thing we're seeing, nobody's really chasing quarterbacks this year. I, I, the, the only two that are going in the top 50 right now are Aaron Rodgers and Sean Watson. So most people are laying off the position, trying to get some value a little bit later. I think that's a smart approach. Same with tight ends. You're seeing Gronk and Kelsey go early. Then there's a bit of a drop to get to Ertz and Engram and those guys. So it's really the early parts of the draft are about getting your running backs and wide receivers, and then you can kind of start looking at quarterbacks and tight ends and filling in from there. Yep, I agree. Uh, Derek, what trends do you see so far? Well, to echo what Tom says, obviously not nine of the first 12 rounds, what I'm seeing is I, I'm looking at a lot of, when I'm watching these, I'm looking at the draft boards, and the teams that I like best are taking two running backs. They're going running back, running back first. And then, uh, what, so what I'm seeing is the, the wide receiver depth is, I think it's really deep. I just, I think people are, are, are jumping on the running back so much, like in the middle rounds, rounds five, six, seven, I think they're taking misplaced running backs, if you will, at that point. I think they're taking those guys too early, and they're letting good wide receivers fall way too late. Uh, Cobb from Green Bay is going way too late. Rashard Matthews, way too late. Cameron Meredith, way too late. You're getting these guys in round 7, 8, and 9 while you know people are jumping on backup handcuff slash running backs at that point. So I'll tell you what, the teams I've seen, all the teams that I really, really like have started off running back, running back, and then they're taking their first wide receiver in round three somewhere in the middle or wherever. You're getting a, a Stefan Diggs or a Juju Smith-Schuster as your number one. I know some people aren't comfortable with that, but if you're if that's your number one and you're getting a, a Randall Cobb or a, and the guys I mentioned as, as two and threes, your wide receiver core is pretty darn strong. And if you're starting off with two running backs, a Delvin Cook and a... You know, and uh, whoever Melvin Gordon or something like that, or Saquon Barkley and Jarek McKinnon, I, those teams that those are the teams that I think are looking best at the start. Now, again, that's why we play the game; we got to let it all play out. But uh, I'll tell you what, I, I think I think going running back, running back early this year in drafts is the way to go. Yeah, I kind of like that too. I wouldn't mind starting that way next week in Minneapolis, but we'll see what the board gives us. We'll see what the industry guys give us. So it should be a lot of fun. All right. We got to do these more often because we got a lot to say. We got a lot to talk about NFFC. We are so excited about it, but NFPC is running very smoothly. We've got some great champions. Last night we had Steve Brunn on our show, Sirius XM show last night. Great interview great last night. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic, and it's been great to feature. Uh, you know, one of our NFPC guys each week. We'll do that with the NFFC as well. But we want to make our players the stars on SiriusXM, make them household names. And I think we're doing that, but we're going to continue to do that. So we got a lot to talk about, but we got a draft we got to prepare for for next week. <laughs> got to defend our FSTA title, and we will do that. So good luck to all of you in your draft preparations. Good luck to all of you in the NFBC as well. Keep those teams moving on up in the standings as well. All right. All right, we'll talk to you next week, we promise.